0: Everybody, this is the Adult Crash Podcast. <laughs> Episode 7. How are y'all doing? This is your boy, Jordo and my boy, Frank. What's In- good, everybody?
1: Yourself. How are we doing today? Holla, holla, holla. <laughs> I'm, I'm riding high man yeah. i am just i am fucking torqued up on mortal kombat
0: i i am on a mk high um yeah. i've read a lot of mixed things about it but i am on the dumb fun side and some people have some garbage takes some people have some good ones but at the end of the day it's mortal kombat
1: <laughs> mortal kombat can't take it bam, you bam,
0: cannot bam, take bam, it too bam, seriously bam, bam no you cannot no but uh how's your week been going
1: it's been all right man um you know just working from home hanging out watched falcon and the winter soldier that has wrapped up you still need to
0: finish it i i started episode three i am three episodes behind um i i am not enjoying it it is okay uh it's not terrible but it is okay
1: That's kind of how I feel about it. But there's there's plot points that get developed that I would like to talk about. Yeah. And the point of this podcast is to talk about things, whether we like them or we don't like them. So I don't understand what the problem is. You know, just put it on while you're Mm -hmm. working out. Mm hmm. You know, you can have an But then eye I'm gonna miss it.
0: something important and you're gonna be like, Oh, but what about this part? And I was like, yeah, I don't but that's know, why, I was repping out. I don't I didn't that, pay attention. That's why
1: you that's why you have me. So I can be like, But this happened. You'd be like, Oh, that's right, that happened. Yeah. I
0: it's, don't know. It's it's called a conversation, Jordo. I understand. I understand that. That's why I watched Mortal Kombat instead of working out <laughs> yesterday. Because you were like, Oh, it comes out and I was like, All right, you know what? I'll watch that because that's something I'm actually like Well,
1: okay, let, let, in- let's let's just preface this for the okay. people at home. All okay. right. So fucking Thursday night, I text Jordo and I'm like pumped, I'm like amped up. Mortal Kombat comes out mm-hmm. and he's like, Oh man, after everything I read online about it, I don't even know if I'm gonna watch it. Yo. And I'm like I, I'm like, go Why ahead, do we have ahead. this fucking show? If you're not gonna watch <laughs> shit that we can talk about. Like there's like, there's other shit to talk about. Yeah, but we're like you know, the whole we're watching different things and can't yeah, really yeah. go in depth about it. it can only be so interesting. Come on. Yeah. Well, and
0: that's why I said we should we should be uh precise about what we're watching. Like, okay, yeah. we're gonna watch this and, and talk shit about that. Because so, like when we were talking about uh fucking uh I care a lot. We both watched it and we both hated it, so we both were able to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I am really sorry that Falcon and Winter Soldier is boring me to tears, and it is very hard to continue
1: watching it. Um, Look, I don't even blame you for that, yeah. but I also am just like, just f- I sat through it, just sit through it. <clears throat> and is Beth liking it? Because you still need to no! watch it with her. No, she doesn't like it we- either. <laughs> She's like, why are we watching
0: this show? <laughs> like, we got, like, we were halfway through episode three, And she's, like, falling asleep. And, like, I was like, hey, do you want me to pause it? And she's like, when something interesting happens, just tell me what happens. (laughs) And the episode ended, and she's like, so, what, uh, she's like, did anything cool happen? And I was like, it took 50 minutes to say that Wakanda was making a uh, guest appearance in the show. And she's like, that's it? And I was like, yeah, that's basically (laughs) it. And I know what you're saying. You're like, "Oh no, Baron Zemo had a, a he put a mask on for a second, and that made the comic yeah, it book nerds cool. happy." That was it was it was a thing that happened.
1: It wasn't. It cool. was cool. It, it was cool. cool. No, it was cool.
0: It it just it was necessary for a comic book movie. It wasn't over the top or cool. It was like, it well, that was gonna happen because they called. It was cool. they, dude, they called it, it, to it in the same episode. And then he was like, all of a sudden I'm gonna put my mask on when he could have just been Zemo doing it. It was it was hokey. And not the hokey I like in Mortal like in Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat did a lot of hokey shit and I was
1: loving it the whole time. Yeah.
0: I expect better out of Marvel. I
1: don't expect anything out of Mortal Kombat. Well, I mean, I don't understand why you expect better out of Marvel after WandaVision. Look, their movies are great, but mm-hmm. they're really they're really dropping the ball on these shows. Like like, let, let me get this out, all right? Because Go I ahead. just watched... I watched the, the finale again, the, the Falcon fal- finale last night, again, after I finished Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And, like, I still feel like all the race and analy- uh, uh, analysts... All of the race analysis in the show is ham-fisted and safe and doesn't achieve anything. But there's a lot of stuff... That the comic book fan in me is very excited about. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure they've confirmed a Captain America 4 with Sam as Captain America. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Because that means it's going to be better than the show because it's a movie. Because they don't fuck around with their movies. No, the
0: movies are, like, like legit. Um, so, even the, so Even the worst Marvel movie is entertaining. But it's only yeah. two hours. That's the thing. So, like, yeah. if you're going to make me sit through six hours of a show... That could have been a two-hour, okay Marvel movie. I'm out.
1: (laughs) I mean, I I, I think I told this to you, dude. mm -hmm. Like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier would have been a good two-and-a-half-hour movie. Yeah. Or an incredible ten-episode series if they had gotten the approval to do what they wanted to do.
0: So, like, if you were going to do it as a ten-episode series, then each episode would be 30 30 minutes or so, right? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Like, that's more digestible- but the show's still the same. Like if you took the same boring episode 1 and cut it into two episodes, the first two episodes are fucking boring as shit.
1: I disagree. I didn't I I mean I my, my beef with the first two episodes was the the race analysis. Because like, it was it's like it seemed well I mean we talked about it before like it seemed over yeah. the
0: top and like it and obviously knowing that it's an all white writers room, there's no there's no perspective and there's no representation in the writer's room. So it's going to seem yeah. really, really fucking goofy, in which it was. Yeah. And yeah. then I, st- I still don't like the whole story arc is Falcon uh, doesn't feel good enough. So he's going to just give away this, this, this right and then mm-hmm. spend five episodes getting it back. And I know he's going to get it back. And I know he's going to be who he is. And I understand it's about the journey, but, like, this journey is not what I expected. I just thought yeah. it was going to be Captain Falcon being a fucking badass with Bucky being a badass, and the two of them were going to be running around beating some motherfucker's ass in, but you got, like, uh, you got a group that is a really whack villain organization you got Zemo, who's teetering on whether or not he's actually with them or against them, which is like, okay, whatever. Like, there's just a lot of it. I just am like, I, the writing is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy it. And I, I, I understand you want me to keep watching it, but it's like, well, I, I, I had to iron out time to watch three hours worth of TV this week. So, like... Mm-hmm cannot do <laughs> I cannot compute See, we have very fine. very different schedules on what we can ingest and like that's true that's why when you're like just watch six hours of TV or watch ten well, h- watch ten and a half hours of Snyder movies I can't dude <laughs> eh
1: whatever anyway I, um, I really can't I know so, it's fine so I'm if not. you're like
0: watch one two hour movie and watch two or three other little things boom why I watched December Sky, which was fucking awesome. Did you watch it? it? Okay. I did watch it, and I watched Mortal Kombat,
1: yeah.
0: and that's literally all I've been able to watch all week.
1: <laughs> so, I, I I work from home, mm-hmm. so I have things on in the background as white noise. So yesterday I put on Falcon and Winter Soldier one, and I watched one through five, mm-hmm. epi- the episode one through five. After I watched episode six, and Watching it consecutively, I had less complaints than watching it episode by episode, stewing with each episode for a week afterwards. They they really are screwing themselves over, like not making it bingeable because like the stories are not as strong as the movies. So it's like, I don't know. I think they're doing themselves a disservice and they're doing me a disservice by making me fucking waddle through the mediocrity one episode per week.
0: Now, I don't do binge shows. Um, I've never been able to sit down and binge an entire show. It's just uh I I get too anxious and I just I can't. Um, so I appreciate them putting stuff out weekly because it gives me time to actually watch it and catch up with people who are watching it. Cuz like I think the only time I binge watched the whole show is when I caught the flu when Punisher came out and I just stayed at home and just watched it because I was miserable and I needed something to take my fucking attention off of feeling miserable and not being able to sleep. True. And that was oh, perfect because ha- it came out at the right time.
1: How did you feel after your first um vaccine injection?
0: Oh, I was a fucking idiot and went to fucking training and <laughs> was dead, dude. I was so fucking bad. One of my trainers was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" and I was like, "I got uh my I got a COVID shot um yesterday and I've been dragging ass all day." And he's like well you're not doing this thing. You're gonna go over here and do this instead. And I was like, okay. So I uh I felt really fucking dumb for that. But I was that's, feeling that's- I was feeling fine until I had to do like intense cardio. And then I was just like my body just said, Nope. You fucking stop, boy. <laughs> um but no, I felt like I got I got my shot at like noon. Um I went to work. And I was just tired at work and my arm hurt a little bit. um and then the next day i was like all right well i feel okay and i i did um did like some squats and deadlifts i got through those fine i felt fine uh and then when i'm driving to training i was just like oh i'm tired and it just hit me like around like 28 hours after the shot and i was just really tired and then i got there and then we did a cardio drill Fuck that up. (laughs) Then they were like, okay, well, um, go show the new students how to do headlocks. And I was doing that fine for a while. And then someone had grabbed me on my injection site. (laughs) Ooh. And that hurt so bad because it was already, like, really swollen and fucked up. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, whatever. I don't have to really worry about, like, anyone, like, tagging me too bad here. And then... Uh, I forgot one of my, one of my classmates who ties up with me really, really aggressively. I like, I like that. Like both of us work really good that way. Um, He, uh, he got me and I was just like, no, (laughs) And we got out of the ring and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, oh man, you got me right where, right where they gave me the shot. And he's like, oh shit. (laughs) We were both laughing about it, but, (laughs) But but it stopped hurting. I stopped thinking about my arm hurting and I thought about, you know, the other part of my arm hurting so it's like the, <coughs> it's the three stooges school of medicine yeah. oh your eye hurts cool stomp on your foot how's your toe feel made you forget about your eye right
1: <laughs> did you ever get into the three stooges <clears throat> uh my grandpa used to... <clears throat> my grandpa used to be really into it sorry i did that right in the mic. well no it's uh, like
0: you gr- made a grandpa noise
1: right as you said my grandpa you were like yeah, my grandpa, my grandpa- <coughs> <coughs> Sister- <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa was in it into it, but um I don't know, I never like sat with it. Dude, so you should. I, it's great. I bet it is. So I just made a realization that the, the showrunner uh for Falcon and the Winter Soldier um is black. Oh so I was okay. I was wrong about that. Uh, pumped with misinformation. But he was also the guy that wrote the screenplay for the movie Our Family Wedding, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I have so, no idea what that is. It's a really shitty movie that they tried to get um, Samuel L Jackson and George Lopez to star in, but it, mm. it ended up being Forrest Whitaker and Carlos Mencia. Oh. Yeah, it was it's wow. fucking it's a terrible movie. Um when you when you and- order something from Wish and what you end up getting. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's a oh. terrible movie. He wrote that and he ha- his screenplay for Captain America 4 has been greenlit. So that sucks. Mm like i like like i like i've complained about the writing for this sh- this show has been my biggest issue yeah and i think that they should have a better person write it so and like the the action scenes are okay mm.
0: none of the action scenes have been like whoa but it's been like okay um like it's so- pa- it's passable like that's the thing if you put this show on a scale of 1 to 10 it is a earnest 5 it is just fine. I nothing. I don't nothing else. It's not. Sh- but, it's not complete dog shit. But it's not interesting enough to make me want to keep watching it. And
1: it's definitely not anywhere over a five. I don't. I don't disagree with that. But I will say that. Um. Spoiler: Sam and Bucky fight John Walker, aka U.S. Agent, aka the fake Captain America. I mean, they, the be- they hint to that the whole time. Like, there's well, no yeah, way but, they wouldn't fight but, each other. But the fight, at the it's at the beginning of episode 5. Mm-hmm. That fight is awesome. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that fight. Moving on. Moving on. What what do you want to talk about first? Uh, December Sky or Mortal Kombat? Let's talk about December ha-
0: Sky because it's I, shorter.
1: I have way more to talk about Mortal Kombat, so that's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll zip through December Sky because there's like... Um, like, the fact that that whole thing kind of took place in, like, the span of, like, what looked like a couple hours... Yeah. Um, or like a couple days cause it was all on like one shot site. So for yeah. those, for those who don't know, uh, December sky is a Gundam movie. Um, it's the Gundam Thunderbolt, uh, trilogy. So there's like, from what I read up on it, it's a TV show that hasn't been localized in the States, but it got condensed into three movies. So the third movie has yet to been shot and filmed and all that stuff, but there's, uh, the December sky is the first compilation of the series put into a movie. They did this with a bunch of the Gundam series where they come, they shrink everything down into a digestible movie. Um, so you get like the best plot points. Um, and there's another one that's called like bandit. Something like bandit flower is the sequel. That's the next one we got to watch. Yeah. But fuck. So I've been watching the seventies Gundam and going from that to this which is set up in the same universe but like way more violent and visceral like i was like like my jaw was open 90 percent of this hour-long movie just because of like how fucking violent and depressing it was
1: (laughs) it was it so i i was telling i was talking to my roommate about it say jeremy give him a dollar (laughs) god damn it jordo i I was talking to my roommate about it Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> I'm winking for those of you ho- who are listening rather than watching. That's how we don't pay him, my roommate, my roommate, my slash band- brother, my bandmate, my brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, so I was telling him, I'm I am not an anime fan. I do not like anime. I usually despise how it's animated, just like how it looks. I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. This fucking movie looks so goddamn good yeah it, it it's unbelievable like i can't believe the fucking detail mm-hmm. and like the colors and this like just the shadowing and just like i don't know dude it just looks good the textures are all so complimentary yeah it's just it's it it looks like a comic book and
0: mm-hmm.
1: that is like
0: well, a manga if you want to be really particular. I mean, yeah, yeah. technically, but <laughs> I'm but sa- I'm saving you I, from the comments. That's what I was doing.
1: I, I don't read manga, so Neither like, do I'm, I. A com- I'm I'm a comic book guy. So I'm like, yeah. this movie looks like a fucking comic book. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, it looked fucking amazing. Like when it st- when it started, and you just saw like the guy sitting in there listening to jazz. Um, which my bandmate, your roommate, um, when he he knows how much I enjoy Cowboy Bebop, and <laughs> He's going to get mad that we're, like, figuring out how to mention him without actually I'm not paying him. him. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck <laughs> him. He gets $1 <laughs> in this episode. Um, but, no, he, uh, he knows how much I like Cowboy Bebop and stuff like that. So, when he was like, yo, watch this one. This one's sick. And it starts off with, like, the, you know, the jazz shit. And they're showing, like, the whole, like, uh, what is it? They're showing, like, the whole loading bay where everyone yeah. is. And that's when you're, like, getting introduced to everyone. And then they send him out into space in this, like, new Gundam, and yeah. he's just ripping motherfuckers apart. Yeah. And he, like, that whole line where he, like, the main character, I can't remember the main character's name. I'm terrible with names. Um, oh, I don't I don't know
1: anybody's name in this movie. No, like, well, and
0: none of them really carry over into the rest of the series, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but this is set up, like, I believe it was set up UC, like, right pr- prior to the events of, like, the major Gundam series. Yeah. Um, like, it's still in the Universal Century, which is, like the beginning of everything right. um so he ends up like zooming around killing all like the the setup is is they're all there's a, a bunch of federation um fleets that are trying to get through this one area and there's um principality of zion soldiers that are all set up all over um this like destroyed system and there's yeah. snipers in there that are basically They're trying snipers. to take everyone out. And the snipers are, like, very skilled because they are all, like, teenagers who had been, like, killed in battle-ish or, like, horribly disfigured in battle. And they found ways to reanimate them. They're, like, yeah. called the Living the Living Dead Squadron or something like that. Um, but it's, like, really fucked up because <laughs> it's, like, they won't <laughs> just let these kids retire <laughs> after being, like, horribly mutilated they're like, yeah, Well then, then now, they... now that now that you're like missing arms and legs, we'll just find ways to like make you like a machine and put you into a Gundam because we'll do that instead.
1: And there's that one kid who they like are like intentionally removing his limbs to to power the the super the like the Oh the, the mega the mega zaku or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh the super the uh fuck.
0: It was like the supercharger Zaku or
1: the so, big some, red one,
0: yeah, the big red one, <laughs> um, which was insane. Oh, it was called the insane, insane charge Zaku. I think that's right. That's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. was. So, I probably got that wrong too. Uh, Maybe but, I don't remember, dude. Like, but like, what was was cold as fuck in the opening of the movie when you're you're met with a guy that you think is the the main character, good guy. And I think the best thing this movie did was kind of like it depicted the good guys with horrible. Attitudes and the bad guys was sympathetic, but they're also on the wrong
1: side of the war. I I would even counter and say it did not like the movie. You're not picking a side. No, it's like, no, it's so it, vague. It's, just, it's so vague. It's just it's just telling you the story of these two principalities fighting each other. Yeah. like there's there's like no it doesn't like designate a, an like a protagonist or an antagonist. No, because I cause... and I thought that, like at first I'm like that's kind of confusing. I don't understand, but. Like, As honestly, it plays out. It honestly, no in sense. telling a story, it's like really, it's really well done.
0: Yeah. Like, cause that, that main guy I thought was like, like the, the guy for the Federation I thought was the yeah. good guy. And you know, it's kind of a cold ass line when he's like, when you hear jazz, you know, that's your end. And I'm oh, like,
1: that guy's a, a dick. He's a
0: horrible person. And like, at, yeah. at first you think it's cool because you're conditioned to think that the, the principality of Zion is like completely fucked up and evil. And yeah. then you're like, all right, well, the Federation has him and he's a monster. <laughs> and then you find out their captain is like uh trying to like constantly OD on space drugs because mm-hmm. she can't live with the fact that they are putting actual children, children. on their kids, on their front dude. line. They were little kids. Who are put on the front line to fly these gun cannon uh, Gundams and other RX models. And they just get, like, annihilated. They yeah. just
1: get completely wiped Blown the Smith fuck Williams. out. And it is so yeah, fucking dude. sad. It is sad. It was, it was very... It's It's a very visceral experience to watch this movie. Yeah, it so, was
0: really fucking rough.
1: So, I I had a little trouble following the plot. Just because... The, well, like, like I said, I, it's it's a
0: I, whole series that they condensed yeah, yeah. into a movie. Yeah, so yeah you're, you're yeah. gonna so, miss some
1: of the nuance. So, we need to watch the second, and when they put the third one out, we need to watch the third one. Too. Yeah, absolutely, uh, which we will. And yeah. we will, this will be a continuing series in this show because I really did enjoy this movie. It was really good, but visually stunning. Yeah, auto, auto auditorially, the music selection for this movie. Was so cool. Yep. Like yep. when I'm watching animated movies, like I I feel like like music wise, it's always kind of just like meh. Yeah. they don't put a lot of effort into it. But this movie's like the soundtrack, the score is so cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck. Except it ends with quite possibly the worst song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that like weird like techno like the, te- the techno jazz type song or whatever. It was so. I, I can't really describe it. It was just bad.
0: Whatever, man. I like that Vane got a song in this movie. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly what it is. That's what you're listening to if you listen to Vatican or Vane. I'm fuck kidding. With. I I fuck with it. <laughs> there was like that high-pitched screeching though. I was like, oh, okay. Like that was a little rough. But but no, like the music selection went well with everything. Um, it was really I, cold. How like the uh the the other guy? So the guy that ended up flying the supercharged Zaku. Yeah. Um, they literally were like, just let him, just let him be right. Yeah. And then that one fucking their cat, their captain or their research, um, lead mm-hmm. was like cut off all of his limbs, put yeah. him, put him the fuck in this machine, make him do whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to take that music idea and he's going to, do you notice he started playing his own music too? When he yeah. started like coming to people. And I'm like, okay, so he plays country music <laughs> to come attack him, and then the other guys. And I'm like, all right, so th- this is North and South. That's
1: what it is. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy described. Oh, God damn it, my two dollars. My 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 roommate described it perfectly. It's like the American Revolutionary War, and and that's honestly what like the whole story of Gundam is. Yeah.
0: Um, and the 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 beauty of storytelling in the Gundam series. Is how dark and how vague uh, war can be, because yeah. like that movie is like there's nobody good. You can sympathize, yeah. you can literally sympathize with everyone, and you yeah. can hate everyone. And it's yeah. way different from *I Care a Lot*, <laughs> where like it's, the people that di- the people that I hated, I was like, "Fuck, there's a reason you're
1: the way you are." It's a real, it's really different from like anything that i've ever watched american like because mm-hmm. like most american media that they play favorites they they, yeah. they they're like you know oh um this is the good guy this is the bad guy and it's usually you know propaganda for like it's there's a lot of movies that are straight up police propaganda mm-hmm. there's movies that are military propaganda we've yep. talked about this before the yep. mcu is like all all military propaganda all of it all of its military propaganda so um so, so it's it's really because I don't watch things that aren't like American made that often, mm-hmm. which makes me sound like a fucking dickhead, but I'm sorry, I just I, I don't know, man. I just but it's 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 it was really interesting seeing the way this story was told where mm-hmm. like the whoever was doing it was like let's just tell this story. There's no heroes, there's no yeah. villains.
0: And and that's um honestly one of the things that like I enjoy about classic anime because so like 70s and 80s anime and to a a a bigger extent maybe 90s because 90s is when things started kind of getting like reined in a little bit but like it was originally intended as a medium to tell stories that you couldn't tell with film
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it was also like there was no rules with how you wrote anime back then like there was there was like no system so like There's so many stories kind of like this one that I think you would really enjoy that are like classic style, um, animes. And it's rare for me to find an anime that's come out post 2005 Mm. that has this kind of like classic anime feel to it, where it feels like the wild west. It feels like there's an ambiguity to everything and it doesn't follow a
1: fucking like good versus bad formula. Um, I really liked that. Yeah. And, and you know, and you and you, and you know how I'm always like, I'm never watching Gundam, fuck off. This opened me up. I might do I might dive in.
0: If if <laughs> yeah, like if um if you get the chance to, because you can watch the original UC um 70s series, you can watch it in a three part movie instead of watching all 40 episodes.
1: Oh yeah? Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. Although the episodes kind of zip by, there's a couple filler episodes that are like really garbage. Like there's one episode that's all about salt. <laughs> that's it. It's stupid. Um, but, uh, not, yeah. Ah, but don't, goodbye, everybody. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: um,
0: the, uh, <laughs> I'm fucking no, gone. Yeah. No, uh, waka waka. Um, there's a, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's a really good, like, it's a great story. Uh, and it's a great, like, human story wrapped around all of the crazy, like, space battles and giant robots um cuz i'm also starting to rewatch trigun from the beginning mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. if you've ever watched you would really enjoy trigun too. cuz it's very mad maxy um and very like human problems with everything else like have you ever, have you ever heard of
1: trigun i mean i've heard you talk about it before.
0: yeah i mean like so i was watching an episode the other day and one of the episodes um is when he's like the main character everyone thinks the main character is this guy Vash the stampede and Mm -hmm. the whole show is kind of like is he actually this gunslinger is he actually not you know there's all this ambiguity about it but there's like a huge reward on his head um and there's a scene where he's in a, a diner and all of the waitresses pull guns on him oh wow and they're very you know like scared of this whole thing because they know the legend of vash and all this other shit and they're just like look can you please just go quietly like us turning you in would actually save our town like this one woman's like you know my son is like dying and the doctor left here because there wasn't enough money to keep him here so he moved to a city where there was and like none of us can afford to leave here to go to an area that has water that has this that has the other shit that we all need to survive so like could you just do us a favor <laughs> and like surrender? And he's just kind of like, it's hilarious. Cause he, instead of like killing them all, like he could, he was just kind of like, I'll help you find this man. And then he just like confuses everybody. <laughs> and, but like, it adds a bit of humor to like the really like dark reality that a lot of the people are in on the show. Yeah. And there's like, I, I love anime for human problems and supernatural crazy goofball shit
1: true but i'm really interested now i mean like yeah. that movie was that movie was cool it was and so I need to wa- cool i definitely need to watch it again because i think i would absorb more of the plot if i watched it a second time that's
0: usually how Cause, anime
1: works because like watching it i was like visually and like the music and everything was just blowing my mind the action was incredible mm-hmm. it was a while ago where my roommate my bandmate sent, <laughs> sent me a video of like Azaku and a Gundam fighting, and it's a clip from this movie. Like he oh, was like he sent yeah. he sent it to me and was like, um, doesn't this look sick? Don't you want to watch this shit? And I like was like, yo, that does look cool. There and then he's and and I didn't know I didn't know it was this movie until yeah. I was watching it and that scene happened, and I was like, Dude. Oh, this is that clip that he sent me on Twitter. Dude, the like 12 minutes of the fucking supercharged
0: zaku and the fucking full armor gundam just going to psyched. war was so good and them just talking shit the whole time and yeah. I, lo- I love i love that bit where the kid in the zaku is like he's like i'm going to f- i'm actually going to do this and he starts feeling like a hero yeah. and the other guy is like that's what bloodlust is kid you're not a good mm-hmm. guy you're not a hero to your people like you are a fucked up person just like me, who is in this for fucking the thrill of the kill? And you're like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like they're they in his whole like duality of like you know, it doesn't matter what you're fighting for. Like you're here because you gotta just be different than a normal human. You're a fucking killing machine, mm-hmm. and you're piloting these giant robots to. Be a killing machine.
1: Yeah. I mm.
0: you know Gundam's commentary on war has always been really fucking good. It's very good. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Hell yeah. Now let's
0: talk about more violent shit. Mortal Kombat. So
1: <laughs> the fucking opening, the H- the Hanzo Hisashi oh. storyline, like, Ooh, wait, real quick. Yeah.
0: Can ahead. we can we talk about why? I got duped into almost not watching this movie because of supposed oh, please, yeah. internet you, leaks.
1: You never told me what they said. So oh, let's, let's so let's
0: hear. so first off, I didn't know I got I got caught like a boomer with the wrong fucking information on the internet. Um, 2 weeks ago, apparently the the entire uh script leaked. Mm-hmm. And I thought the movie had come out already. So okay. I thought people were talking, when I was seeing it on Twitter, I thought people were shit-talking the movie, that was out. <laughs> Not supposed script leaks. And then, when you told me about watching it, I was like, wait a minute, it didn't come out? And then I like looked up like the shit again, and I was like, oh, fuck, those were leaks. The leak was, is that there was a new character that was going to be introduced, whose family gets kidnapped. And he was going around finding the Mortal Kombat cast to help him get back his family a la like you know taken and when i heard that i was like wait there's no tournament <laughs> there's no this there's no that i was like fuck this movie that's what the leaks led me to believe and i'm really mad that those leaks happened and that i am dumb and didn't look it up any further because i wasn't you know what honestly i wouldn't have been surprised if that was the
1: movie they put out well so so
0: that's what i thought oil, it was and then i watched it so, and it was not that at all
1: yeah so spoilers, um, we don't see the tournament. So that was that was pretty crazy. Like like, well, because like Sh- th- that, Sh- that, Shang that Sung that was
0: w- trying to like stop them before getting to the tournament. Yeah,
1: like because he's a fucking shisty bastard that tries to treat to cheat, which he's always done. But he's always he trying. He's always trying to so, kill so, people off Earthrealm. So so it so it fits his character. So I like that. But I'm saying I thought it was crazy. We didn't see the tournament.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like they're going to save that for the sequel because they threw a layup up that they were going to do a sequel, which was like, well, I- so like, I don't want to say like, so blatant, but like, it was very <clears throat> ambitious
1: to assume you're going to get a sequel. Well, it, it deserves a sequel. It was, it was great, dude. It so, yes. So I have, I have
0: thing. a a a, a mer- I have a grocery list of complaints about it. I but don't. I also really enjoyed it too. That's the thing. Here's
1: here's my thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It is one of the hokiest, most ridiculous video game franchises of all time. Yes, they just make they just remake the same game every time. It's like no, and people... incorrect, incorrect. No, they basically do. They're all. It's, they're,
0: it's... Every Mortal Kombat is different.
1: They add characters and no, they add like a storyline. Nope. But there's,
0: there's gameplay tweaks. There's deep meta. Every game is different.
1: It's all the same, dude. No,
0: incorrect. I've been playing every Mortal Kombat since Mortal Kombat One.
1: So they're, so have they're I, all
0: they're all different. They're,
1: they're they are all similar in like almost every aspect, except for like new combos and new moves. That's so it.
0: so Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three is the same as Mortal Kombat One.
1: I mean, there's like more characters. Mortal.
0: There's a there's a lot different in the in the meta of how those games
1: operate and function. All right, you fucking video game dork. I'm talking about bare bones, just like the the structure of the game. The way you love
0: DC. The way you love DC. And I let you rant about DC. (laughs) Because I am not an authority on it. I am an authority on Mortal Kombat. And the games.
1: I'm telling you, they are all different. Okay, so... Every game that came out is completely different than the last one. And that's why everybody kept coming back was because it was so different that it was so sad. No, they're the same. They're all fucking fighting games, dude.
0: Just because you're a fighting game doesn't mean every build of the game is the same. You're saying every game. That's like saying it's like Madden, right? Madden is the same basically every year with the exception of a roster change and a little bit of a tweak to the gameplay. But they haven't actually like shifted a, much of that game in a while right every baseline mortal kombat does change pretty dramatically every generation jump so like mortal kombat 1 very basic mortal kombat 2 added more moves mortal kombat 3 added like a combo system added different fatalities added a brutality system added a run um mortal kombat 4 was 3d changed the whole fucking landscape added weapons I can, I, I can keep going.
1: Deadly <laughs> Alliance was sick. I love that game.
0: Deadly Alliance was fucking dope. And that incorporated new moves. Uh and, Deception and another... added more. Like uh was it they added yeah. um
1: environmental yeah. damage. Deadly Alliance also it was like a 3D environment where like you would walk around. Yeah, four so four
0: decept four Deadly Alliance Deception and Armageddon were all in a three D environment. Um, but they all varied in their gameplay. So, it's like, at its core, yes, it's just two people fighting, but there is changes to the gameplay that's, like, not as superficial as just two guys punching and kicking. yeah nah. Like, play Mortal Kombat 1 and play Mortal Kombat uh, 11. I think I have Mortal Kombat 10. I don't have 11. 10 is really good. 10 is really no. fucking good. Yeah.
1: See, I, I buy them. Mm-hmm. And I love playing them, but then I beat the story mode, and then none of my friends want to play with me, so I get bored. I'm like, that,
0: so that's why you don't enjoy Mortal Kombat at its actual depth, is because
1: you don't have people to play it with. Nobody plays it with me. But, but that's the thing. I learn all the combos, so everybody gets mad, because they're like, no, we're button mashing. You're cheating. I'm like, it's not cheating to learn how to play the game. What system do you have it on? Because I'll play it and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Xbox One. All right. I'll get it on Xbox One. All right. All
0: right. RIP your win streak
1: let's just, go baby I'll, I'll... I'm, I'm i'll fucking kick your ass baby. i will
0: pick kano and rip your heart out consistently <laughs> dude
1: scorpion's my man i He's... will get around your scorpion i've been spending
0: Scorp... years getting around Shicy scorpions on mortal kombat
1: 10 scorpion is my favorite character that's everybody's in...
0: favorite character that's
1: not true luke kang is everybody's favorite
0: character bullshit no one who plays that game competitively will tell you Liu Kang is their favorite player. They all say Scorpion because he's always the most overpowered character. He's also the like the best character. Like, yes, and in this movie, he was the best. And I'm glad that dude, this, the story loosely is like all about him.
1: Getting the Hanzo Hasashi storyline was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, did you ever watch like they did um, this like? Oh, the, over, the, the animated show "Defenders of the Realm." No, 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 no. Oh. Um, they were doing like a a live action YouTube show. Uh, like in, yeah, in I watched fourteen. I watched like two or three episodes of it. It was trash. It wasn't trash. I didn't like it. It it was it it was building it up to be like a crime drama rather mm-hmm. than actually being about the tournament and like you know the core of what Mortal Kombat is. But. They, and that, like, they introduce you to H- Hanzo Hisashi, mm-hmm. uh, but he's like, you know, my name is Scorpion or whatever. Yeah. So, like, you know, just getting to hear Hanzo Hisashi and getting to see his story be told was so cool.
0: Yeah. No, his... Like, his uh, At first, I was like, oh, so his spear is just a gardening tool? <laughs> that was kind of... That was, like, a little hokey. Because, like, that set me up, though, for, like... Oh, man, like what I was telling you in text message, where I was like, the movie is going to, like, obviously wink to the audience and be like, here's their thing from the game. Wink. <laughs> I uh, it, it, it they did it for everything, which was a, well, but- one, one of my only complaints from a filmmaking perspective. But like, as a, I don't care, I'm just having fun. I didn't care. But if I was I like, liked it. like I, yeah, if I, if I was being really hypercritical, I'd be like, that was
1: a he, little too so, on the nose. So making that making the the spear with the rope like makes sense in a real world setting mm-hmm. and not a supernatural setting yeah. was so cool. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously not just a gardening tool cuz he was very he was very skilled with it. Yeah. So that's obviously a weapon that he used whenever he would fight in the tournament before he started his family. So i i i loved that i thought that was really cool that they made mm-hmm. it make sense in a real world setting god damn it was so cool watching him
0: fight in that opening sequence like, where he <laughs> like was just cutting people down yeah because like they hanzo asashi they've done his story on the uh in the games mm-hmm. uh whichever one it was where there's a lot of time travel i think it's i think 10 or 11 no, 11's the time travel one. So Hanzo Asashi's in eleven. Are you sure? Because I think oh, like no.
1: remember. I remember there being time travel in ten. But oh, it
0: might be ten then. Okay, because the, the, sto- the storylines are almost identical for ten and eleven. Storylines are almost identical. The gameplay is way fucking different. You jerk. Anyway, I'm not yeah. talking. I'm not talking about Mortal Kombat for the story. All right. When I'm playing the games, I play them to just like learn how to like
1: beat ass. I don't care about the story. <laughs> The um, stories are good, though. The stories are so, good. So on 10, I didn't beat it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm mistaken. I got stuck on the fight with Shao Kahn because he's a fucking... Oh, he's a fucking He's, he's OP, dude. He's over... I, I can't beat him. He's yeah. so hard. And he's fast. Yeah. oh that,
0: I beat I, I beat him, but it, it took a lot of motherfuckers to finally do it.
1: I, I'm that guy that, like, when I get mad and frustrated, I throw my controller. Oh, and oh, as I've gotten older and realized how expensive everything is... I've stopped doing that, but when I was playing Shao Kahn, I was like, I was I came very close to throwing my controller out a window. I was so mad.
0: Trying to get through Devil May Cry three on my PlayStation two and PlayStation two controllers costing about twenty five dollars. I went through a lot of them.
1: (laughs) I gotta say, one of my biggest like I love you know know, um, um, disclaimer. The original two movies, yes, even number two. I love them both so much. Because they came out when I was young, and I grew up with them, and I love them for all their faults. I love them for, you know, all their good points. Mm -hmm. My biggest beef with the first one, looking back, the fact that we never got to see Kung Lao, always pissed me off. And we get him in this movie, and he's incredible. The hat, yeah. The fucking, he does that thing where he goes into the ground and jumps up. That shit. Oh dude, I when he went down and came back up, I lost my mind. I was yeah, like, that was yeah! really
0: That was really cool and when he set up for the fucking uh the buzzsaw fatality, dude. I was like,
1: Oh was so sick. he's gonna like, cut oh, her in shit. half! He's gonna do it.
0: Yeah, that that dude. that popped me. I was really fucking pumped Dude, I got that.
1: so hype at that part.
0: Yeah, the, like there's a lot of the move like that's the thing. As like stupid as parts are in this movie, I had a really fun time like oh, with dude. It. and like that's that i've told you before that is my fucking rule with movies if it's fun i don't give a fuck about anything else because i just want to have fun in a movie
1: yeah
0: i and thought like, i thought the fact that they said stupid fucking catchphrases from the game was stupid but whatever <laughs> i was having a good time i, I thought when they kept winking to the audience it was stupid but fuck it i was having a good time the new I... character
1: isn't terrible he was cool. But, I, I, yeah, I, I like, I, I like that he's a descendant of Scorpion. Yes. I thought that was really cool. That I was, was like, fun. Yeah, because like the first two movies, like they made Liu Kang like the the base of the story, and in this movie, as a supporting character, I liked him even more.
0: Yo, how fucking goofball was it when they introduced uh, Liu Kang though? Cause like when they had him coming over the the fucking hills with the sun yeah. behind him, I was like, "That's fucking Liu Kang." Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you don't have to do anything <laughs> to tell me Liu Kang is there, just wandering around in the desert. <laughs> like, well, it was the Temple of the Light, man. He was there. Yeah, I, was I know. Like, hey, you're here. Yeah, I was like, that is so corny. <laughs> uh, there was re- so so much of the movie that was just cornball, but it, I had a I still had a good time. Like, it is a uh intellectually
1: vapid two hours of movie. But I'm fine with that. I mean, like, they're making this movie for people like me. Like, like, and you. I mean, like, you obviously are not crazy about, like, the cornball video game quotes and shit. I love, I love that shit. I thought it was cool as fuck. Yeah.
0: Well, like, and, like, I had, um, a friend of mine who's, like, upset because he thought it was supposed to have, like, he's like, I was... I was under the impression that this was going to be a really serious and dire movie, and I was mm-hmm. like, "You thought Mortal Kombat was going to be serious?" <laughs> and he's yeah, dude, like, "It's, it's, like, it's th- like I don't it, know where that expectation came from." Where like, I mean,
1: the the original movies treated it seriously. The effects and the the limitations of the time made it hokey, yeah. But at the time, they were treating it seriously, and. Dude. Like, Time has only has only just been kinder to that movie because I, I started it after I finished this one last night, mm-hmm. and that one holds up. I love that movie. Honestly, at the end of the day, all the movie did was make me want to go
0: play Mortal Kombat. Like, Same. I didn't want to watch it again. I just want to go play Mortal Kombat. Well, I want I
1: actually want to watch this one again. Yeah. I, I had I had so much fun watching it. Yeah, like I think I mean, the the reptile fight was so cool, dude. I uh, I was mad it wasn't an actual
0: ninja and that it see, was.
1: See when he like when he like. Uninvisible himself i thought he was going to turn into a ninja yeah and i thought that would have been cool as fuck
0: yeah but But the fact that he was just a lizard lizard
1: yeah okay i'm like i'm like all right i mean i guess that makes sense because he was just a lizard in deadly alliance i think
0: yeah and i i I started hating that
1: because they just slowly turned him more and more reptilian yeah
0: Yeah. and anything else
1: now yeah because because when I was younger, and when they added him to, mm-hmm. I think they added him to Mortal Kombat two. Mm-hmm. He was in two. He was my favorite. He was my favorite character. Like he's who I played as, and like I didn't know how to do the invisible thing. Mm-hmm. So I would play as Reptile, and my cousin Eric would play as Reptile, and he would do the invisible thing. And I'm like, you need to show. Because I was young, so I was like oh, yeah, five. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you need to show me how to do that. I don't know how to do that. And I would try. <laughs> No, there was a uh,
0: more. Uh, he was always great to play as because you could always yeah. range with him really well with the uh, oh, yeah. those floating he's, orbs.
1: He's got the orbs, yep. he's
0: got the spit, yep. he's got the invisibility. He's always classically been a great zoning character. And oh, yeah, that's one of the re- I mean, I played with him in Mortal Kombat 9 a lot, and then they nerfed him really bad for 10, so I stopped playing with him. But I don't remember what he was like in 10. 10, he was, like, okay, but, like, they had slowed certain things down. They sped him back up mm. again in uh, 11. See, I didn't buy 11 because I thought it looked exactly the same as 10. Mm, I got 11 because it had different characters, and eventually they were going to put Terminator, Robocop, and
1: Spawn, and Rainbow I, as characters. I bought, I bought Leatherface and Predator in um
0: 10 oh man i I hated all the dlc characters in in 10 because they all played the same true (laughs) like leatherface freddy and jason all basically played the same freddy 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 just played like fucking baraka and then they put a xenomorph in there and the xenomorph Mm. plays like fucking baraka and then Mm. leatherface and um jason just play like fucking shao Kahn. they play like slow tank characters Mm -hmm. their fatalities are all cool as shit, but I wouldn't play with them competitively. I don't know anyone um, who has.
1: I bought... And I have Injustice 2. That game's fun.
0: Yeah, those games are fun as shit. I mean, they're Um, all all made by the same people.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I bought... um, Lobo? Because I don't think he's like the unlockable character. I think you have to buy him. Yeah, I had to buy uh, the Ninja Turtles for one of them. I think it was And I bought... Hellboy. Oh, hell yeah. That one's sick. Nice. Um, But anyway, back to the movie. Yeah. Um, So I've seen a lot of people complaining about the CGI blood and I'm like, I mean, with the time, like I was talking to my roommate about this. Um, At a time when resources are becoming more and more expensive, Mm -hmm. it makes sense that they're going to just CGI the blood. And I didn't think it looked bad. So I, my,
0: my range of what is bad CGI blood and what isn't the worst CGI blood I've ever seen was the death scene of the, the, the whole crew getting gunned down at the end of devil's rejects. That is the worst CGI blood I've ever seen in my yeah,
1: life. It looks terrible. The it looks worst. so bad.
0: The worst. So if it doesn't look and- like that, good. <laughs>
1: It's it's such a shame, too, because that movie is un... Everything okay?
0: Yeah, sorry. Tina sometimes growls when she thinks one of the dogs is walking over to her bed. She's doing this territorial thing that is not okay. That's not cool. No, it's not okay. And especially when Stu's blind, he doesn't know.
1: Yeah, fuck. But she does make noise um, to be
0: like, hey, this is my bed, go away.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. True. So, um... Yeah, Devil's Rejects is an incredible movie, and, and that kind of um, puts a damper on it a little bit, because it just, wet you're fart. right, it looks, it was it a, looks it, dumb.
0: It was a wet fart at the end of A Great Speech.
1: Exactly. Um, but I think that the, I mean, I liked the fucking, I thought the blood looked fine, it didn't distract from No. And like, the way I look at that, I, I was looking at Mortal Kombat as it's over the top, so... Yeah. Everything is over the top. You have to suspend your disbelief for just a little bit. Yeah, like... And the fight scenes are cool. It's not like they... Literally they them.
0: every fight scene, I was, like, glued to the fucking screen. Yeah, i was dude, like, just, like... Like, when the dialogue was going on, I was, like, whatever, I'll play on my phone. And then, like, as soon as I heard people going, like, who are you? I'm, like, all right, time to watch. They're going to fight. Let's go. Yeah, um, I've
1: kinda, I kind of did that, too. I, I got to yeah. say... One of my casting beefs, I really didn't think that the guy playing Shang Tsung was that great, but I mean, obviously he's he underutilized in the movie. Oh so. no.
0: I thought he was good. Cause whenever yeah. he comes back in the second one, he's obviously going to be the bigger deal. And yeah, yeah I got to bring in Shao Kahn for the next yes. one. Um, Can't wait for
1: that. That's going to be great.
0: Them bringing in Johnny Cage for the next one. And obviously they're going to have to get new, new world fighters. So we'll see who they bring in. I would like to see smoke. Uh, smoke would be great
1: noob cybot would be cool too
0: yo it was funny as shit at the beginning when uh they were talking about like the guy that he beat for the cha- like colt beat for the championship it's like oh yeah, yeah when you beat uh eddie tobias and i was like that's basically just the names of both of the creators put together <laughs> <laughs> i was like that was that was a cute little like nod and, and there was that was the thing like the whole movie was basically cute little nods to anyone that like played yeah. the games a lot But, like, for someone who doesn't know Mortal Kombat would probably be like, this is fucking dumb. (laughs) Um, Because I was going to watch it with Beth, but uh, she had to go to work, so I was like, well, I'm not going to wait. I was like, I'm going to be a monster and watch this without you, because I want to watch this movie. Um, Not only because we have a show to do, but uh, because... It was was fun. Because I was super worried that those leaks were accurate. Were real. Because, like, could you imagine, like the plot of Taken and then going like, Hey, Liu Kang, can you help me find my kid? Like, yeah, that would have been whack as fuck. I'm glad his family never got fucking cause like I'm watching it and I'm like, Oh no, they're going to, they're going to do what's in the leaks. And l- luckily that was all just hogwash.
1: Um, cause the, yeah uh, that, the, that last fight with Scorpion. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It was so good. <laughs> it was cause like, you know, uh, Raiden hands him that thing and is like, you know, if you fight with this, your ancestor will be with you. Mm-hmm. And I, what I thought they were going to do was like, um, I don't, I don't know if I like, um, like Scorpion would like possess the dude, but the fact that like it him was using him. that it that little dagger brought him from hell, yeah. And he was like, "All right, let's fucking go." And I was like, "Oh my god!" I, I, that...
0: yeah, that that realization scene was great because he was just like, "I've what was it?" He said, "What was the cold shit he said?" He's like, "I've been, I've, uh, I've come from hell to seek vengeance or some shit yes. like that." And it sounded was... so fucking mean. <laughs> I like. He comes back and then he's like, takes the fucking thing off and he's like, I told you to remember this face. And I was like, ah, this
1: is so corny. I love it. It was so sick. (laughs) I also really liked throughout the movie, whenever like Cole was like looking in a mirror or something, he would get flashes. It would would flash to Hanzo. Yeah. In hell. Like I was like, that's why I thought like during the last fight, he was going to get possessed by him and turn Mm into Scorpion but i like that they let him be his own character and they brought scorpion back. Well they're talking that,
0: they're talking now about putting uh, colt as a uh, playable character in the game. Like, that'd be great. Make either yeah, cuz they were talking about doing that or also doing movie skins for the characters that are already in mm-hmm. the game.
1: That'd be great if they it, put him in. It would be Cause, cool. Cuz like i was like i was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how um making Louis Tan Who's playing Cole? Mm-hmm. Um, making him a new character makes sense because Mortal Kombat's always adding new characters. Always adding new characters. So it's it's staying true to the culture of the game. Yeah, and I thought that was, and, and I, I agree, that's cool. It was so, and like, but yeah, that last fight when when like Sub Zero gets the thing through his shoulder. And then it like just fucking pans over and it and fucking scorpions there. I was like, "Oh my god." And
0: that was when they finally decided to put in the music. And yeah. that's when you first hear the music come in It's like "dum dum 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 dum." And I was like, "Oh, I was waiting for when they were going to do the music too." Yeah, that <laughs> just... fight was that that fight yeah. was incredible. Yeah, like the like the two of them going at it, then like the three of them like yeah. oh man, the choreography was so good. Like if the fight scenes in Winter Soldier could be that dope, I mean
1: I I would I would watch infuri- more of it. That, that shit's infuriating because Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the movie, mm-hmm. has some of the best fights in, in the entire the MCU. yeah. It's it's in the the Bucky and Cat fighting on the street in DC mm-hmm. is one of the best fights I've ever like, one of the best choreographed fights I've ever seen. It looks yeah. incredible. Also, in Civil War 2, when yes. when Cap and Iron Man are going at it, yeah, that's
0: a, one of my fav- most iconic fight scenes in the entire MCU. It's one one on one fight scenes.
1: So it's like the fact that this show didn't do any justice to like any of the Captain America movies is it's. It, I agree, it's infuriating. Yeah, but I mean, like,
0: I don't think there was like really like a bad fight scene in this movie. Like, I guess you could say that like the. The we- I, the weakest fight scene would have been um, Jackson that other random dude or like Kano and Sonya because Kano and Sonya was like really short.
1: I liked that, and I I'll tell too. you why. I'll tell you why. Um, they were fighting in a confined space, and I felt like that was like a, a really nice claustrophobic. Homo- I thought that was a nice homage to Kill Bill too. Oh yeah, I guess so. They're fighting so I, fighting in that trailer. Yeah, and and not to mention Sonya like you know fucking extinguishes his eye and mm-hmm. you know the bride takes out daryl hannah's eye mm-hmm. and kill bill too so i thought i thought that was intentional but i thought that was a cool like homage no, to that fight
0: yeah I, com- I i didn't think about that originally i do th- i was expecting her to kill him like she did in the old movies with the fucking neck breaker but the oh. fact that she just stabbed him in the eye with a fucking lawn yeah. gnome was yeah very was fitting good. for him and like dude Kano was the best part of the whole movie for me. Like, not because I main Kano in Mortal Kombat games, yes. but like, god damn it, he was so fucking money this whole movie. Like, dude, the the line, that one line that I texted you. Oh you yeah,
1: know, a laser beam better than fireballs, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's such a dick the whole movie, that, dude. That's like, true I love it. Movie. I loved it. Um, like, ah. Uh, he, like, every time he was on screen,
1: he was cracking me up. Yeah. Um, he was... He was, Whoever they... That, that guy, they... Per, it was perfect casting. He was great.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a bummer he won't be back for the sequel. Yeah. Because, um, you know, spoilers. <laughs> he, he... Yeah, he died. He, um, I
1: just said he got killed with a long gnome, but... I, volcano dies. Spoiler alert. Yep. Um... I really... I don't know how hyped you were, but when fucking Liu Kang did the bicycle kick, I fucking I marked out. I thought it was fun, (laughs) dude. I I kirked that. I was so stoked on that. Like there, like the movie had
0: every bit of
1: oh from the game,
0: like moments. Like I felt that way when fucking Kano did the heart rip on reptile when um fucking. When Jax did the fucking head slap fatality. When, like, all of it was cool. When Agoro got fucking disemboweled, (laughs) like, that was
1: gross. Um, Like, all of, it was fun. All of it was fun. That was the only fight that I would say was a little hokey. But that's, I mean, that that comes with the territory of fighting a CG character. Also with the territory of, like, a new character doing it, you know? That was cool, though. I mean, getting to see Goro and see them fight, mm-hmm. it was cool. I didn't think I was going to get to see Goro, so seeing him was pretty neat. So, the image they showed of Goro in the Temple of the Light, mm-hmm. where he's ripping a character in half... Yeah. They animated that, and it was in the trailer. So, he doesn't do that in the movie. Oh, Spoiler so they alert. Must've, they must have cut it out. <laughs> or they just did that scene in... They they animated it for the trailer probably so but it was good i i, I really enjoyed the the whole story like like it's hokey sure it's corny sure whatever i'm a it's a mortal combat movie who cares
0: look as a man who puts blood sport in his top five favorite movies of all time i had a good time <laughs> like it was, it was i don't fun. think like citizen kane or the godfather or jaws are like great but i think blood sport is
1: so this is exactly the kind of movie for me. <laughs> First of all, you can't say you don't think The Godfather is great because you've never seen it. I've seen enough of it. You have not. I've the seen... Godfather The Godfather is a roller coaster and a great time. It is I, I loved it. 2 hours too long.
0: Oh, whatever. <laughs> um I got a short attention span, so just have I someone know. get I fucking do too. Have someone get beat up, have blood
1: have it be under two hours, and I'm in. I mean, The Godfather is three hours long, so yep. Like that's... I said, two hours too long. No, but it is a good movie. I yeah. enjoy. It. Anyway, um, um, and Jaws is incredible. So you're just off your rocker on that one.
0: I if you sat me down and you were like, watch Jaws or watch Bloodsport, I'm gonna have more fun watching Bloodsport. I'm not saying Jaws is bad. I'm just saying I enjoy dumb things more than I enjoy critically acclaimed things.
1: Jaws is dumb, like dumb fun. It's just a big shark killing yeah, people, pacing, sick. It's a it's a vengeful shark. Why is it doing that? I don't know. Great Great white sharks don't. They're not like that. If they if they eat a person, they spit it out. They don't like the taste of people. Patooey. So it's like, it's yeah, dumb. We're, we're all
0: disgusting. Why would you want to eat one of us?
1: I love Jaws, but yeah. it's dumb. It's like a dumb concept, but it's so fun.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I love dumb movies.
1: I'm just... I'm
0: very... I'm super into, like, dumb kung fu movies. And that's essentially oh, sure. what Mortal Kombat is. All the Mortal Kombat's yeah, are dumb kung fu movies based off of a dumb kung fu game.
1: Yeah. That is only was,
0: popular because it was the goriest thing out at the time yeah. and parents rose a stink about it. It's true. It's weird how, you know... It's
1: true. Yeah, like Like, if parents had just mellowed out and not... Made a big stink about it, it might not have been as popular as it was. I so I have that argument a lot
0: with people from time to time about like telling people they can't play something or watch something will just make them want to do it more. Like it was the mid 90s or early 90s, sorry, fucking anything edgy was sick, it was yeah. awesome, and you wanted it, even if it wasn't like that weird. Like I remember when I got Road Rash 3D. Mm-hmm. On PC and played that when I was a kid like the artwork of it I don't know if you've ever seen the artwork for this game but like it looked like something that I was too young to be fucking with and to me that made it cool and like everyone I knew back then was the same way it was like yo these are for like our older brothers and like this is for like the the kids that listen to like grunge music and all this other stuff that's like really cool and edgy so that's like all I wanted to absorb back then and Mortal Kombat just happened to fall in the right place at the right time, just like Doom, just like Spawn, literally everything. Yeah. Like, the the imagery, the visceralness, the edginess of the 90s is, like, something that I don't think can ever be recaptured, ever. Just art just isn't, like, the, there's nothing to do with art anymore, unless you're Little Nas X. That's the only person that's done anything interesting with art in years. It's true. Or at least interesting enough to, like, get a visceral reaction out of people. And it's a, it's... Still a bummer that like the only way to get a visceral reaction, well like the visceral reaction that people are getting out of this is like that they're still homophobic and that's like right. the only thing that they're like getting mad about cuz they're still dealing with homophobia where it's like okay that's right. like shouldn't be an issue anymore, you know, yeah. you should be past that but you're not and, you know, is what it is. You you can hate people for whatever you want to, but you're still stupid. <laughs>
1: true yeah so i i loved the movie i want to watch it again i want to play the game again so Mm -hmm. it it had the desired effect it 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 perfectly played to my nostalgia Mm -hmm. it perfectly it like a lot of people were like you know i've seen a few people complain online you know about the story or whatever i didn't expect the story to be incredible no but in a way, it was just like getting this, like the Hanzo Hasashi story mm-hmm. was incredible. I loved it. That opening scene, you know, just oh, yeah. I thought I that it.
0: like the whole story was like, more about him than it was about Colt because Colt was just kind of like the I can't do it. Like, he's got see, the, first, here's, the he's, here's the thing so Colt is doing the thing that they're having Sam do and Falcon, yeah. but better in yeah. a worse written movie <laughs> <laughs> in a hokier movie, because there's no expectation for this shithead. I have no expectation sure. that Colt's going to be a fucking hero. I know he's eventually going to be one because it's a movie and that's how things happen. Yeah. But my expectation going into that is totally different than my expectation going into winter. I lost my groove soldier.
1: Yeah. It, but like, it was great because it didn't. It like, like Cole had to find his confidence and had to find his Arcana. I think is what they were calling it. Yeah, he he needed to do that, which I think is he... like
0: their midichlorians for this movie. <laughs> I don't think they've ever talked about Arcana in any or, other movie or, or any. No, other they one. haven't. No,
1: they ha- they ha- it, or it's like the X Factor in Deadpool, where like you know they had, they had to experience a traumatic thing for yeah. the mutant to come out. Yeah, it's it's like that. So in a way, they kind of just copied Deadpool, but mm-hmm. but it was an interesting take. And the fact that like Raiden was just letting Cole leave, oh yeah, rather rather than being like, no, you need to practice, he was just like, and like that's a that's a take that stories don't usually take. Like the main no. hero, they're, they don't let him give up. But well, where it, in go ahead in this one they were like, y- you know what, you're a disappointment. Get the fuck out of here. Mm. Well, and that's the thing that like. Raiden has always been
0: that way. Because he's a fucking Elder God. He doesn't have fucking time to deal with you and your fucking petty bullshit. He's like, well, if you don't want to fucking do it, someone else is going to. Um, like, you know, oh, you think that, like, humanity being enslaved by Outrealm isn't enough of a reason for you to try? Well, fuck off! (laughs) Like, he he doesn't have time or patience for any of that shit. And, like, he's been that way in the games, he's been that way in the movies, and then, well, I mean, there was the part in the games where he became evil, um... Which is a weird timeline, but whatever. Um,
1: uh, I really liked Raiden in this. I thought that the yeah, it was, per- was great. That played him was cool.
0: I was fine with um, Highlander not being um, Raiden again.
1: <laughs> I was fine. Yeah, I was watching the fir- the original one last night, and I'm just like, no, he's so ca- bad. Why Why did they cast this guy as Raiden? Like, and I think it's because of Highlander. The the or, the
0: fucking well, it was probably because of him being in Kung Fu. Um, well, there's that too, I guess. I thought it was really, like, <laughs> fucking Raiden in the original Mortal Kombat, like, David, it was David Carradine, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, his voice for Raiden was so bad, does not age well.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: when he's talking about him, he's like, y'all are Earth fighters. And it's like, dude, yeah. stop it. <laughs> in a tournament called Mortal
1: Kombat.
0: It's like, alright, alright, bud, you're, uh, you can go sing for Mayhem now if you want to vengeance (laughs) is so much simpler (laughs) it was
1: so bad dude Dude, he sucks i I love like like, i love love that that movie. movie yeah yeah i love that movie but he sucks he he was a terrible casting for raiden
0: yeah and like i don't think so i really don't understand like the need for wanting some of these like video game adaptations to movies being super serial you know like yeah i don't care if so, like a movie is like super serious in tone, like I think like I think the one thing this movie did was it was very self aware of the ridiculousness of its subject material. Yes. And it, it knew it could meme itself, it knew it could be a joke, and it didn't take itself seriously. Which is yes, why 100%. I liked it so I... much more. Cause think imagine if this movie did take itself seriously and you're like, was... This is so dumb. Just and like they don't even realize like they're dumb.
1: All of the Resident Evil sequels? Fuck all oh. of those. They're all, every Resident Evil movie is terrible. Fun fact. The guy that made the original Mortal Kombat movie is the guy that made all of those Resident Evil movies. Not surprised. Like, you know, like... um, like, Paul W.S. Anderson. He's got a great track record. Ugh.
0: Yeah, I know there's like a lot of people who, like, like I said, really want their video game movies to be serious. And I... Don't know how many games can represent well in the movies. Like, just play the game if it's about the story. That,
1: where there's that. And then there's the, the, I'm not trying, no diss on video games, but it's like a lot of video game stories are like over the top eccentric, like, like in the world of the game, it's taken very seriously, Mm -hmm. but like you're playing it and you have to have some sense of imagination.
0: Well, that and like there's storytelling that you can only do in a video game because of the interactive nature of it. Yes. Like and that is always going to be extremely difficult to try to register onto film, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, 100%.
0: like and, how do you make a movie about fucking magicians fighting each other yeah. in in fake reality? You know, like how, how do you make that compelling? You have fun. That's how you do it.
1: Yeah. Um, it's like the show And that's what, and and that's what this movie did. It yeah. had fun. Yeah. Like the like I told you, I watched this, like a, a featurette with the cast and the filmmaker and like, they're talking about how much they love the culture of the game, mm-hmm. how much they love the original movie. And they just wanted to leave their mark. And I think they fucking did dude. This movie was so much fun. I mean, I'm excited and for a sequel. I'll watch a sequel. Me too. I'll watch a whole I, trilogy. I, I, I need more. I I absolutely need more. Yeah. I had so much fun during it.
0: Like like, it it did really rub me the wrong way when K when Kung Lao was like flawless victory after killing that like that flying chick. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, don't do that in the sequel.
1: <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I like, didn't mind that. It was that. Co-
0: it was corny as shit, but it was like it knew. It was being corny as shit. Like that's the vibe I got from this whole movie. I got yeah. that this movie was so self-aware, and it just it I cracked have... cracked me up. The whole time. had so time. much
1: fun, dude. Like I one of the, my favorite parts about the first the original movie was the guy that played Shang Tsung. Oh yeah, he he was so good, and like I think out of everybody in that movie, he was so over the top. Yeah, but it was like it worked in that yeah.
0: movie. Like you're talking about sorry, in the original or this one? The, the original one. Yeah, in the original one he was over the fucking top. But over
1: the but it was so good. Like how,
0: how cool though was his soul steal in this one versus the original though? His soul steal looked badass. Well,
1: it did. And that th- that is also just um, a testament to CGI and how it ages. Cuz yeah. like they they had like shitty 90s CGI for the Yeah. for the soul steal in that Mortal Kombat was awesome.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I also had a more relief uh, watching it based off of what I thought it was going to be because of those right. stupid fake leaks um, yeah. or misinformed leaks because it was kind of accurate, but not really. Um, it was better. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have read them. That was the problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have fucking read them. But then when I saw it, I was like, ugh. Why? I never I, <laughs> and,
1: ne- I never I never read script leaks.
0: Yeah, so like I said, I I went into it expecting garbage and I got stupid instead. I got yeah. very self-aware stupid. Hello. <coughs> um but like I I got a, a movie that I ended up actually really really liking. Um more, more than I expected. Like I thought I was going to fucking be like okay, that was fine, but like like I said, the the way they were self aware through the whole thing just cracked me up. It was fun. Kano's still the best part of the movie, hands down. Um, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I I, 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 had, I, had fun. I had I had a great time with it, and I want to see more. And you know, if if you hated it, um, I don't know what movie you expected to walk into, <laughs> but uh, whatever. Yeah, I, don't, I don't
1: think I don't think. I
0: mean, here's a hot take.
1: Hot take for the week. Oh yeah, so this is the
0: thing we're gonna start doing. It's uh the hot take of the week. It'll either be one of our own or (coughs) a bad one we see that we're gonna highlight and shit talk. So,
1: hot take of the week. Uh, I think like going into that movie expecting a serious one, you're kidding yourself. Because if they if they did do it, one hundred percent serious, it would have been terrible. It would have been garbage, dude. Yeah, because like. Do you know how many fucking over the top take themselves too seriously action movies there are? All of them almost? They're, yeah, and they're all boring. Like especially the the straight to DVD ones. Like Oh yeah. Like like <laughs> not big studio backed ones, like the ones that are like, you know, American Assassin, which I watched, and yeah. it was garbage. Like think of um, how many like
0: unfamous Tommy Wu-Sos are out there. Yeah, who make these movies that they think are like these like impressive like dark, intra- like, introspective, dark works of art, and it's like this is shit, dude. This is so bad.
1: Perfect Why, why
0: did you try to do this?
1: La- uh, Rambo Last Blood. Oh, I haven't that, seen anything. That, past three. That movie could have done so. Like it could have been like a revitalization of the character. Mm-hmm. It. Garbage, dude. It was a character it was a caricature of itself, dude. It mm-hmm. was so dumb. The story was nonsensical. Mm-hmm. And it was it's like one of those movies that it's like, "Oh, my my niece is going to Mexico, but there's only drug dealers and bad people in Mexico." Yeah. And then a gang of Mexicans kidnap and s- sell Rambo's niece into prostitution, and then they they drug her and she ODs, and then the final act is just stallone killing a bunch of mexicans and i'm sitting here mexican and i'm like this movie's telling me that (coughs) the place my dad was born is just a land of rapists and drug dealers and evil people and that is all i took away from that movie
0: yeah it's like it makes you think who the (coughs) fuck is the one writing it yeah where and where they sit on things that's why i didn't fucking bother with that uh that death wish remake yeah, fuck that movie. That,
1: yeah, that's another one. That, uh, that
0: movie is just, like, a glorified fucking ad campaign for the NRA and people that are, like, every... <laughs> a, a good guy with a gun is, you know... Or no, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a, a good gun with kind of fucking yeah. storyline. Which, like, that's kind of what the original Death Wish movies are all about. But, like, the, the difference about both. They're both like fucking, you know, uh uh white superhero movies. Yeah. And neither are great, right? In yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, but high crime fucking New York City in the 70s, which is where Death Wish was filmed. And yeah. that movie was it's problematic now, obviously, yeah. for a lot of reasons. Um, but for the time, was like, yo, New York is a dangerous fucking place, dude. Yeah. All this bad shit happens. The movie took place so, there, right? Yeah. This one takes place in modern-day Chicago, where Chicago is also written with a bad light from a certain side of the fence because it's, it is, it's a city that's been destroyed by shitty politics for years. Yeah. And it's always the catalyst for any time someone wants to talk about crime or gun violence or anything like that. Um, and it's never in the way that it should be talked about, which we're not going to no. get into. But no, we don't need to, but, um, but knowing that that's like, like the whole plot point behind this one, and it's like everyone that fucking Bruce Willis kills in this movie, it's it's like he's going into predominantly black neighborhoods and just executing people. It's like yeah. not okay.
1: <laughs> Optically, it's not a good movie. And like there and like the writing there's it, it, there's no excuse it's poorly written yep and like that like i fucking i didn't finish last blood i got to the scene where he was killing all the mexicans and i was just like i was like the the bad guy could have been anyone mm-hmm. you know there's there's human tra- tra- trafficking everywhere sure there's human trafficking tra- trafficking in mexico yeah but there's more in america so it's like yeah like, just write it so that there's somebody in America that's selling, like, I the writing pissed me off, yeah. it, and it took, himself, took itself way too seriously, mm-hmm. and I don't know, the way that ads made it look, it looked like a really cool, like, uh, a Hail, Mar- Hail, Hail Mary for this character that means so much to Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. and I understand that, and, like, I love Rocky, I love the original Rambo movies, like, First Blood is a psychological thriller, dude, yeah, like, yeah. You're watching this this soldier deal with his PTSD while also being, you know, dealing with police violence, which is a real issue that we deal with in this country. Yeah, it was so well written. The movie, that movie's incredible. Yeah, and then just to see this fucking bloated caricature of what that character used to be in Mm -hmm. this movie made me so fucking mad. Yeah, I just, it's like. How tone deaf is Sylvester Stallone like that? Cause I'm pretty sure he wrote it last year. I mean like, like, like how fucking stupid do you have to be to, to write a movie with those optics in this time? It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Either you're careless or you're making a point. That's either, there's, exactly. there's no in between. It's like, you're careless with your writing or you're like, I'm using this platform to
1: make a statement. Exactly. So oh, another yeah. hot take. If you're reading comic books and you're consuming comic book media and you have a problem with any and all political discourse within it, you're not a real comic book fan. Yeah, because you don't know about the fucking history of the Captain America
0: series, the Punisher series, and especially the fucking X-Men. Yeah. So fuck off. Yeah. And go find another hobby. Yeah. That's kind of been popping up a lot lately. Um, Dude, it's driving me there's, insane. there's like a lot of like... Keep this out of my comics. Where it's like, did you really pay attention to a lot of how comics were written in the '70s and '80s? Like, I'm sorry if like the '90s just kind of like failed, (laughs) and like that's what a lot of a lot of us grew up on was like, okay, like fucking some good stories, but like a lot of these comics were based in like issues going on around the world, yo.
1: Even Star Wars, Star Empire. The empire is a metaphor for the Reagan administration. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't understand that, I don't know what to do with you, Bucko. Like, yeah, like I, the yeah art, the art that these people are making, the books, the movies, it's all critiquing how we're living our lives, baby. Mm-hmm. And if you think that it doesn't apply to you, then you are a fucking idiot. Who isn't paying attention, and that's because you fucking you benefit from the privilege of it not affecting you.
0: Well, that that's like the um. There was a video game uh that it was a Tom Clancy video game mm-hmm. that was supposed to be coming out uh that they got a lot of heat for um I think it was fuck God damn it I I can't remember if it was the new Ghost Recon or what anyway so there was a Tom Clancy video game that was supposed to come out at the end of last year or this year um where the bad guys were es- essentially um they so without saying the name of the organization in the trailer mm-hmm. for the game they said there is a a global terrorist group in a country that is like attacking um our way of life and guess what their symbol was a giant fist which is the symbol of blm and then when they were like yo why are you positioning blm in your trailer without saying their name but using their like their imagery yeah and then also using actual footage of riots (laughs) in the trailer uh to storm your narrative and then guess what tom clancy said like, what? they came out and were like, yeah, you know, we understand that people think that there's, like, a uh, a similarity between the two, but, like, we don't find our games political. Tom motherfucking Clancy
1: said his games were not political. Uh, I, so I don't play that many Tom Clancy games, but they, he's it's like a CIA thing, right? All, all, of like, So, all of Tom Clancy's games
0: are loosely based off of his books, and okay. if you've read any of his books or played any of his games, they are either CIA, Homeland Security, um, fucking... Not uh,
1: political, my fucking dick. Yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out.
0: Dude, they were trying to say their game's not political. His other game, The Division... Oh, that's what it was! Sorry! Uh, the, the trailer was for Division 3, I think. Um... But they've even said before that, like, The Division, which was a game that took place in a war-torn Washington, D.C., was not political. Like, you cannot make a game about war with left and right as the fucking, like, having an opposition that is there for political gain and a opposition there to uphold the political status and saying that that is not political. You are, you are so full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Or you're project you're you're promoting a narrative that you don't want to own, but you're promoting a narrative that you want to extend, right? Yeah, so and that's the part that fucking pisses me off. If you're gonna make a video game where you want to demonize anyone on either side of the aisle, you need to own that that's your narrative. You can't yeah. say that like, well, it's not political, so you know, we just have to because you don't want to make one side or the other mad and still buy your fucking product.
1: That's right? right. And So and that's, and that, own that's, who you are. This goes off. Of good what we or talked good, about. good or bad. Own who yeah. you are. This goes off of what we talked about earlier with the Gundam series, mm-hmm. like, th- like Tom Clancy, like these games, like everything that we've talked about highlights a bad guy and a good guy always. And but I'm saying like you know these guys try to act like there's no agendas when they're like writing their stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, well then fucking portray it like that Gundam movie did. Yeah, where they didn't where, portray it as a good guy or a bad guy. They, they didn't portray good or bad. They just said there's these two people, they're in a conflict. Here you go. Learn watch the story. Yeah. You you can't fucking you can't um indicate bad versus good and then not and then act like you're not taking a side. You cannot do that. No, you, you can't. And
0: and even if like there's no way to not have bias yeah like you you cannot write a villain from a position that's opposite of you unless you want to either highlight that villainy because you believe in the villain or because you think that's what the villain is supposed to be
1: yeah i
0: i don't know i i am I am not a writer I am not a content creator of these sorts of things, so I might be just talking full blown out of my fucking chocolate starfish. I have no idea, but um what I will tell you as someone who consumes the shit is I can tell immediately who the product is targeted towards. And I know exactly where I stand and if it does or doesn't align with what I think. Yeah. Like, um, like that was one of the biggest problems with, um, uh, fuck. What was it? Um, cyberpunk 2077, right? Mm -hmm. Where like the, the, they toted, the fact that they were going to be able to have um, transgender non-binary characters that mm-hmm. you can choose to play as. And I was like, yeah. that is so cool, right? Right. And then you play the game and you realize how much it over-fetishizes and actually treats like transgender people really negatively. Um, and mm. it's kind of gross. And like, I found that out more as I played it, and I was like, oh. So, like, they they and this is the thing that's like kind of frustrating where it's like okay you want to appeal to people broadly but like you don't know how to do it so right. you're you're in that weird gray area of like representation poorly <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> where it's like okay cool we're representing people but like we're doing it bad and like the problem with cyberpunk lore in general is cy- cyberpunk is an oversexualized subgenre to begin with cuz the whole right. idea of the consumerist utopia that is a cyberpunk world where it's like we're all like it's it's hyper hyper capitalism mm-hmm. to the ninth degree right like if you've like you've seen blade runner you know you've seen a lot of like the big like cyberpunk like mainstays it's like yeah. just you know you can fucking pay for sex now and get a Coke and buy a car all in the same fucking transaction. Um, like it's, it's all about consumerism in those stories and how fucking awful the future is if it comes to that. Um, so I understand like where the writers were coming from, taking the source material, but sometimes source material doesn't vibe with common day standards. Um, which shouldn't shackle someone into how to write. Mm-hmm. but understand what you're doing, you know? Right. Like, I don't know. I thought that was a very like frustrating narrative to deal with in that game. Cause it was like, at first I was like, okay, well that happened once. And then it just kept happening. And I was like, Oh, uh, this is kind of gross.
1: Yeah. I never played that game and I never had any interest to play with it. So
0: I only got it. Cause I like, regardless of all the bad shit that was going on with it, I love cyberpunk as a sub Um, it's like how I am with space exploration like there's not enough space exploration stuff to like fill the void that I want like there's not enough cyberpunk related shit um to fill the void that I want like they're two very niche um like nerd subcultures yeah um like there's not a, there's not enough video games in it there's not enough movies about it like you got your good you got your your couple that are really great yeah. and then you got a lot of shit um <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so that's, those are our hot takes for the week. Those, those are our hot takes for the week. I, um, I, I want some kind of like weekly segment. So we're, we're going to do that at the end of gonna, every episode. We're, we're
1: going to do that better. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Better. We'll actually think like that was kind of an on the fly one. Cause we
1: had talked about it before shooting, but we forgot to bring it up before we, we, we did we, this show. Yeah. How long are we, how, how, how long is this episode? At
0: um, now? considering your half hour shit, um, probably a while. <laughs>
1: You said it was fifteen minutes.
0: I looked at the clock and it was almost a half hour.
1: That happens. I like, cut
0: it out. Like it was so. like 20 when you left and I was like, all right, cool, we'll be able to wrap this up soon. Um and then it was like one forty five when you came back. <laughs> all
1: right. Well so. then that's that's good. We can cut that chunk out. Yeah. Anyway, um so thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, thank you for listening. If you think the hot us, take if
0: you think the hot take of the week is a stupid fucking idea, tell keep us it to yourself. <laughs> tell, tell us in the comments and we'll have a hot take about how wrong you are. That's <laughs> <Yes>, right. <laughs> or if it's just stupid, um, we'll stop doing it.
1: Follow us on Instagram, uh, at adult crash podcast. Yep. Fo- follow us on Twitter at adult crash pod. Yep. Um, uh, feel free to email us. Um, just ask us how we're doing, you know, write us a letter and we'll write back. We won't. Don't write do back. that. Just kidding. Uh, no. it's adult crash pod at gmail.com. Um, Yeah, so let us know what you think. Um, December Sky was our first request.
0: First request. Bring them in. So
1: um, if you want us to talk about something, just send it in and we'll check it out and we'll talk about it. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. K, bye.